Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and these are my thoughts on functional programming. So I have kind of a weird topic I want to talk about today. It has to do with small talk and functional programming. So the more I read about small talk and its history and what what early programs in small talk looked like, the more it strikes me as a very functional language. The abstractions, the little data structures that people created are defined in a very recursive way. So there's in I think the paper the early history of small talk there is a linked list that's created that has a little object that has a value and then a pointer to the to the rest of the list and the method length is defined by adding by adding one to the length of the, the next the rest of the list and it adds a uh, all the methods are short like that. It's just some very simple, um, concise code that defines this whole linked list. In like, you know, it, the whole interface of the linked list, including the implementation, is you know a, a note card worth of code. And a number of other things where Alan Kay has said. There's a number, another. Yeah, there is a no, number of other things that has made me thought, made me think that um, when we talk about object-oriented programming, what we now call object-oriented programming has missed the point. That what Alan Kay tries to emphasize is the stuff that is much more like what I'm calling functional programming kind of ironic. Alan Kay has said that there are only two object-oriented languages in the world. Small talk and Lisp. Which Lisp is not traditionally thought of as an object-oriented programming language. So does that mean that our definition of object-oriented programming is just different from his and he's the creator I mean, obviously it is different, but is it that different that that we would that he would classify Lisp as object-oriented and almost no one else would? The fact that he has a lot of respect for Lisp as an idea, that he he was inspired by Lisp to create small talk. I think that object-oriented programming and functional programming have a lot more in common than we like to think about. And the modern practices of like organizing these big classes with lots of mutable state and and you know all the stuff that you would do in a Java program. I think that um, that that is not really what uh, I'm going to call it true object-oriented programming is all about. And creating these little abstractions that have neat little interfaces with nice recursive definitions, which is much more like functional programming, that is what 
the original definition of object oriented programming is supposed to be. And so I'm going to go and say it. I'm going to say small talk is a functional language. If Lisp can be object oriented, then small talk can be functional. And well, that's that's my short idea of the moment. I do think that that the good practices in both of them converge that you should be thinking about making your like in functional program we think you need to have short functions in object oriented programming you have small objects with short methods so they they all kind of converge onto the same principles it's just good programming at the end of the day now what's different is the terminology the uh, the ideas, the practices, the approaches to problem solving. But at the end of the day, good code is good code. And if you're going to make a small recursive definition of something, uh, that should be, that should work in both paradigms. All right. My name is Eric Normand. This has been a thought on functional programming, a weird one about small talk and functional programming and object-oriented programming. And thank you very much. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. If you go to Twitter, I'm Eric Normand. You can also email me, eric at lispcast.com. It's my email address. Love to hear from my listeners. Please let me know if you disagree, if you agree, anything. If you like it, if you don't like it, let me know. All right, see you then. Bye.